Introduction Alexander Graham Bell, 1847-1922 to There cannot be mental atrophy in any person who continues to observe, to remember what he observes, and to seek answers for his unceasing hows and whys about things. Alexander Graham Bell Today, Alexander Graham Bell is remembered almost solely for one of the few things he didn't have in his laboratory, the telephone. Long hailed as the inventor of the telephone, that accomplishment has nevertheless overshadowed a long and legendary scientific career that saw Bell contribute to a vast number of fields, ranging from geology to aeronautics. Bell also had the misfortune of being outshined by his contemporary, Thomas Edison, who invented the incandescent light bulb, and has gone down in history as America's greatest inventor. Like many great scientists and inventors, Bell had an unusually gifted intellect that was nurtured from an early age, and even as a child, he had access to a workshop that allowed his curious mind to experiment and work. He was also multi-talented, flourishing in music, art, and even a unique form of sign language as his mother grew deaf, an event that would play an influential role in his development of various fields of communication. But ironically, as with Tesla, Edison, and Galileo, Bell's obsession with science and his eccentric learning methods made him a poor student in a formal school setting. Bell's interest in automation and sound led to nearly 20 years of work that he began as a teenager and culminated with the invention of the first telephone, a patent Bell received in March 1876 for, quote, the method of and apparatus for transmitting vocal or other sounds telegraphically by causing electrical undulations, similar in form to the vibrations of the air accompanying the said vocal or other sound, end quote. He was hardly the only one working on the concept. Bell filed for a patent the same day scientist Elisha Gray filed his patent for a similar device. Bell will always be remembered for inventing the telephone and the company that took his name, but he spent an entire lifetime exploring different scientific and medical fields. Biographer Charlotte Gray noted that the ever-curious Bell would actually read Encyclopedia Britannica at night in an attempt to find new things to work on. Bell eventually worked on everything from a breathing apparatus to water filters and aircrafts. Chapter 1. An Inventor is Born A man, as a general rule, owes very little to what he is born with. A man is what he makes of himself. Alexander Graham Bell Alexander Bell was born on March 3, 1847, in Edinburgh, Scotland, to Eliza and Alexander Melville Bell. He was a middle child with two brothers, both of whom would die in their early twenties from tuberculosis, an illness Alexander would survive. Those weren't the only tragedies that would shape the life of young Alec, as his family called him. His mother began to go deaf when he was only twelve years old, sparking a lifelong interest in speech and verbal communication. Despite those setbacks, much of his early childhood was blissful and marked by having all that a boy growing up in Victorian Scotland could want. In fact, 
It was the freedom of life in a small village that allowed him to explore the world at his own pace and to create new inventions when properly inspired. He discussed the origins behind his first invention. When I was a schoolboy, my father had a pupil, Benjamin Herdman, who was of about my own age. We became intimate and used to spend a good deal of time together. Benjamin's father owned a large flour mill, known as Bell's Mills, near Edinburgh. I was at the mills a good deal with my friend Benjamin, and, as boys will do, we were constantly getting into mischief. One day, Benjamin's father called us into his office and gave us a good talking to. He wound up with the words, Now, boys, why don't you do something useful?